If you're a regular follower of the Exposure Ninja podcast, or you watch our videos on YouTube or read our books or whatever, you hear us talking a lot about increasing your website's conversion rate by having prominent calls to action. We show you where to put these CTAs on your web pages. We show you how to drive traffic to them. We even cover how to follow up with the email subscribers that you get from these calls to action. But one of the most common questions we get is, what should we actually use in our CTA? What's the lead magnet that we need to offer in order to entice website visitors to become a lead in the first place? That's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Lead magnets are vital for any business that wants to grow online. Whether you're a service company and the lead magnet is the thing that incentivizes visitors to start your sales process, or whether you're an e-commerce business that wants to drive traffic to a non-commercial CTA, i.e. if someone doesn't want to buy a product from you right now, but you want to drive people to an email list so you can follow up with them, remarket, retarget to them, and build a relationship with them, lead magnets define how effective your website is at generating those leads. So we're going to talk about five ideas for lead magnets. I'm going to run you through some examples. And then at the end, I'm going to explain how you can identify which lead magnet type is going to be best for your business. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. My name is Tim Cameron Kitchen. I'm Head Ninja at Exposure Ninja, which is a digital marketing agency that helps our clients generate more leads and sales through their website. In this episode, we're talking about lead magnets, one of my favorite topics in all of digital marketing, because this is how you build email lists. It's how you build a sales pipeline if you're selling to leads. So firstly, what is a lead magnet? Well, a lead magnet, fairly obviously, I think most of the listeners are pretty comfortable with the concept of a lead magnet. This is the thing that we're offering people to entice them to become a lead. Now, it helps to understand the context of how lead magnets have changed over the years. Back in the early days of the internet, basically anything before 2010, when every day was exciting and new and receiving an email was a novelty, all you needed to do to get leads from a website was basically have a website with an email address on it or a contact form if you were feeling fancy. If customers could figure out how to use it, you would get leads. So that was a great time when it was very straightforward to get leads. Now, people's expectations have increased significantly over the years. Choice has exploded in every single market. And your competition are obviously doing much more than just having a contact form on their website, if you're in anything other than the IT solutions space. And um, so if we fast forward to today, you know, people have got millions of unread emails, they've got tons of tabs open, they're very cynical and reluctant to give their email addresses for free ebooks and stuff like that, generally, because they have a much lower perceived value or a higher perceived cost, which we'll come on to in a little bit later on. So the point of this is that the free line has moved. What we need to offer people to incentivize them to become a lead has moved, it has increased. And this threshold is continuing to increase every single year. If everyone in your space, for example, offers a free guide, well, you offering a free guide isn't going to be enough. 
And that happened sort of 2015 to 2018 or 2017, perhaps. Then people start offering free consultations. Well, in some spaces, that is no longer enough. So this free line continues to move. The amount of incentive that you need to give people in order to make them become a lead, in order to have them say, right, I'm happy for you to contact me, continues to move. So we need to be more and more creative and we need to push the boundaries of what we're willing to offer a qualified lead in order to get them into our system. In particular, in most spaces now, information is free. This podcast, our YouTube channel, for example, well, a few years ago, the only way you could get this sort of information from us was from our books and paid training courses. Now it's all free. And it's the same in lots of spaces. We used to see lots of companies gateway their case studies. So you had to put in your email address to read a case study. Well, it's very difficult to find examples of businesses that are making that work these days because the expectation is that case studies are free. You don't have to pay with your email address to get them at all. So this line is continuing to move and we need to recognize that. The things that might have worked for you and the things that might have generated a decent conversion rate even a few years ago may not be enough to stand out in your space. Well, let's talk about what makes a lead magnet succeed or fail, because we need to know this before we choose our lead magnet type. Not all lead magnets are created equally. If you get it right, if you find a lead magnet that really resonates, you'll convert visitors. Get it wrong, it doesn't matter where you put your call to action or how much traffic you drive, that lead magnet just won't generate leads because it's not compelling enough. Now, the golden rule with lead magnets is, and in fact, with any conversion online, is that we're always balancing the cost versus the reward. Now, just because a lead magnet is free, in inverted commas, doesn't mean that it doesn't come with a cost. We always need to think about how attractive what we're offering is to people versus the cost in time, energy, and risk that they have to put in to receive that benefit. Let's take the ebook as an example. So, in the early days, people charged for ebooks. Then, ebooks became free. They went under the free line. An ebook was a classic call to action. You'd offer someone an ebook in return for their email address. And some people still do. And in some spaces, it can still work. But the trouble is with the free ebook is that there's a significant cost to it, not in the money that you have to spend to request that, but the time that you have to invest to read an ebook. If someone says, hey, here's a free ebook on how to do whatever, likely your first thought is, oh, it's going to be like 100 pages reading on a screen, which is really fatiguing. I already have no time. There's no value to me at all for that ebook. So there we can see that actually the cost is too high, the perceived value is too low for that to be an effective call to action in many spaces. Let's think about the reward side of things. How do we increase the perceived reward of a call to action? Well, in most cases, as we'll see, the most effective calls to action today are giving people one of four things. Firstly, information that they can't get elsewhere. So this might be some stuff that hasn't previously been published. It might be information that has been collected at a high cost. So market research reports, things like that will often not be free free, they'll be behind some kind of email capture. And that's justified because they have a cost to collect it. Another reward might be time saving. So we're saving the recipient some time either through a checklist or a cheat sheet, for example. 
we might have professional help being given free of charge. So consultations in some circumstances work, particularly if that consultation is packaged up in a way that is appealing to people. And the final category is some kind of personalized diagnosis. So calculators, quizzes, for example, fall under this category. So let's go through these five lead magnet ideas then, and I'm going to talk you through some different examples for each. We're also going to touch on the cost versus the reward of each so we can see in what circumstances someone would value this call to action. So the first type of lead magnet is the quiz or calculator. This has become more and more popular as the tools to build it. You no longer have to have some custom dev thing to build a quiz or calculator on your website. There are plenty of tools that will allow you to do this very low cost, so it feels less painful to do. But it also really helps some types of customer. If we take, for example, the mortgage broker market. So you've got mortgage sites like the Halifax site offering a mortgage calculator on their site. And the pitch for this is really interesting and demonstrates they understand the cost and reward side. Now I'm going to read you the copy from Halifax's mortgage calculator, which is the pitch copy at the start. It says, let's find a great deal together. Just answer a few simple questions and we'll help you work out how much you could afford to borrow. We'll also show you what your monthly payments might be. It should only take a couple of minutes. So what we've got there is we've got them elevating the reward. You're going to find out how much you could afford to borrow and we're going to show you what your monthly payments might be. This is information that we wouldn't have otherwise. This is personalized diagnosis information. But listen, they also minimize the risk. They minimize the cost, didn't they? Just answer a few simple questions. They're reducing the perceived cost of going through this process. It should only take a couple of minutes, they say. So they're elevating the reward whilst minimizing the risk. So it's a really smart move. We've actually seen that call to action become the business model for some online mortgage brokers. For example, Habito, which is an online mortgage broker, they use the mortgage calculator process as their onboarding for new mortgage broker clients. So if you go to Habito.com, you will go through a mortgage calculator process, which is a little bit more detailed, but is actually lead generation for their business. So once you fill in that, then they take you on as a client and they can help you find it. So what do you get with these things and any quiz or calculator that is an effective call to action? You get this information, don't you? It's the personalized diagnosis. Really, it's a replacement for professional help. You also get time saving because these calculators give you something in a few minutes that previously you would have had to go into a bank branch or you would have had to talk to a broker to get that information from, which is a real nightmare because it takes loads of time. And if you then decide not to go with that provider, all of that time is totally wasted. So that's what you get on the rewards side. Now on the cost side, a couple of minutes, it's a few questions, all of these solutions are emphasizing speed and ease of use. So have a think, is this something that you could use for your business? For example, could you have a budget calculator? Could you have a cost saving calculator? Something like this can be a great way of allowing someone to pre sell themselves on the benefit of working with you. And then if you have an email capture as the final step in that before they get their result, They've already invested the time in filling out the calculator. So asking for their email address is just one tiny final little hurdle they need to jump over. And of course, you then have that personalized information about them and you can tailor your follow up 
according to how qualified they might be for your business. The next lead magnet strategy is a training course. Now, in many ways, the training course is kind of replacing the ebook and is considered higher value than the ebook because training courses are still usually something that people have to pay for. So a free training course feels higher perceived value than a free ebook, which we've all been conditioned to view as free. Is there going to be a time when training courses are also considered free and the training course slips below the free line? Quite possibly, yes. Where do we go from there? I don't know, we're gonna have to figure something out, aren't we? It's gonna be free virtual seminars in a metaverse or something like that. But for now, we've got the training course. So a couple of examples of this from out in the wild. Firstly, on survivallife.com, which is a website where the fantastic marketer Perry Belcher has been kind of involved with for a long time. You go on any of their blog posts, I'm on one here for a complete hurricane preparedness kit. And in the sidebar, it says get this $97 survival course free when you sign up for our weekly newsletters. So what are they pitching there? Well, the $97 survival course free takes about three times the screen real estate of the weekly newsletters. So in a funny way, you're actually signing up for the free course and the weekly newsletter is the cost that you're paying for that, right, rather than the other way around. So they're prioritizing the bonus over the thing that you're actually requesting. That's a really interesting angle. So obviously, by labeling it as a $97 survival course, they're trying to increase the perceived value. What is it going to be? It's probably going to be a bunch of videos trying to sell you their products, but they call it a survival course. So they've increased that perceived cost whilst reducing the perceived risk by making it free. We don't know what's included in it. We don't know the format of what you actually get. So they've tried to use the $97 as a shortcut to say, you know, don't worry about this stuff. The point is it's valuable, right? Don't overthink this, just sign up. Another example of using a training course as a lead magnet is our own 90-minute marketing master plan. Now, the 90-minute marketing master plan is basically the template, the campaign planning template that we use for our clients. And it's designed for marketing managers that are feeling totally overwhelmed by all of the digital marketing things floating around in their head. So we made this five day or five part course, which is a video with this spreadsheet template that people can fill in as they go. So if you go to exposureninja.com forward slash 90, you'll see this in action. The call to action says feeling totally overwhelmed by all the marketing you could or should be doing. Download our free marketing strategy template and put your marketing in order. And then we just ask name and email address. And on that page, it explains how it all works. We go through an assessment, we help you prioritize your digital marketing activities, and we help you to get clarity. Why do we do this? Well, we use it as a lead magnet. We use it as a way to build email list subscribers so that we can keep people in our world. And if it becomes right for them at some point, maybe sign them up as a client. So this is something that previously we would have sold, but the free line has moved. And now this sort of thing is often free. The key with this using this strategy is when you've got a training course or when you've got an idea for a kind of extended content piece, which you could package as a training course, you might have that question in your head of, should I be charging for this or should I just give it free? The way that we address that question is we look very kind of coldly at the cost versus the reward for us. So for example, if we charge for 90 minute marketing master plan, we might charge a few hundred pounds for it. And yes, we get some signups. But would the revenue from that make a dent in Exposure Ninja? 
Not really. It wouldn't make a huge impact at all. Whereas if we can use it as a lead magnet, if we can attract leads and we can get people in our world, we know that people get really engaged with our videos and podcasts and books and stuff like that. We think that there's more value to us and also to the community of us sharing that stuff free of charge. And it's increasingly difficult to sell training. In so many spaces, it's very difficult to sell training unless it's really kind of one-on-one personalized training. If it's one-to-many training, it's increasingly difficult to sell that, which is why the training piece is just becoming more and more often free. By the way, if you're enjoying this podcast, please consider subscribing with whatever platform you're using or following us on Spotify. Also, do feel free to leave us a review. We absolutely love reading the podcast reviews. They're amazing. So if you're enjoying it, then uh, feel free to leave us a review. Don't forget also, you can check out the video versions of these podcasts on our YouTube channel. If you just search Exposure Ninja on YouTube, you will find us and you can see video versions of each of these episodes where I walk you through the examples that I'm talking through actually on the screen so you can see how they all work. Okay, next lead magnet type. This is step one in a consultative sales process. I couldn't think of a better title for it. Okay, basically, if you're a service company, you have a sales process. Step one is some sort of consultation. It's some sort of meeting, some sort of analysis piece that you do with your customers. Now, there's a few ways of positioning it. The most basic way is free consultation with no explanation of what's included at all. It's much better though if you can find a way of packaging this and really selling it, selling the benefits of this consultation. What does that person actually leave with? What's the outcome that they get? Remember, we want to increase the perceived reward from this CTA, from this lead magnet, whilst reducing the cost. Now, you might think that a free consultation has high perceived value, but actually it really doesn't. And there is quite high perceived cost. If, for example, someone comes to your house to do a free consultation, well, you might think, great, we're going to their house. So they're going to see this as really valuable. They don't have to do anything. Well, actually, to that person, there's somebody invading their space who is probably going to sell them something. This feels scary. Many of us also recognize our own inability to turn down someone who is in front of us pitching us something. If they feel more certain than we do, we know that to an extent we're going to be carried along with the tide. So there is a perceived risk in there that somebody is going to really try and pitch me on something. So where possible, what you want to do with your call to action if you're selling some kind of consultancy piece as the first step in your CTA You don't want to leave them with those fears. You want to alleviate those fears. So for example, with our own free website and marketing review, notice how when we pitch it, so for those who don't know, the two or three people on the planet that don't know about our free website and marketing review, if you go to ExposureNinja.com and click the big button, we offer this free website and marketing review where we'll take a look at your website, your digital marketing, your competitors digital marketing, will then map out all of the priorities that we think you should follow over the next six to 12 months to generate more leads and sales. It's completely free. We record it as a video and send it over to you within two to three working days. If you like the recommendations, fantastic. You can either implement them with yourself, you can do it with your existing agency, or if you're interested in working with us, then we're happy to have that conversation. But there is no obligation to do so. Now, what have we just done there? We've just de-risked it by saying we're going to send it over to you as a video. We're not going to come to your office and turn up and say, right, show us your website. We're going to take it apart. 
So because we're not in person, there's less threatening there. There's less chance that you're going to be pressured into something that you don't want to do. We also say you're welcome to take these recommendations and implement them yourselves. We're not going to hard close you. We're not going to try and sell you something that you don't want or need. So we're de-risking that. Also, by sending it over as a video, we're increasing the perceived value because you've got something that you can watch over and over and over again. Another example of a business that does this is Plus Exhibition Stands, which you can see at plus-exhibitionstands.com. Now, this is a business that sells exhibition stands, bespoke exhibition stands for, you know, really fantastic quality. This isn't like your, you know, just your quick roller banner. They do that as well, but through a different side of the business. This is for high-end companies. They've got examples from Sage and, you know, loads of big companies on there. So what could the CTA, what could the lead magnet be for a business like this? Well, if you imagine the buyer for something like this, the first thing that they need to do is establish which companies are going to do a good job of this. You don't just want to say, right, we'll just get a free consultation, we'll chat about your stand. That's very low perceived value. So what instead we've offered on this site is for a free, no obligation, personalized quote and a free 3D visual of your stand, get in touch with our friendly team. Now for a free, no obligation, so no obligation, de-risking, personalized, that's information that you can't get elsewhere, quote, which is one of the first things that you need to establish if this business might be right for you, and a free 3D visual of your stand, which takes you further along the sales process because you can now see exactly what you're getting. So we've de-risked this, we've increased the perceived value, and that's why as a first step in a sales process, this is a compelling lead magnet. So if you want to go this route, think about your sales process, what the first step is there, and then what sort of benefit, what advantage do your customers or potential customers leave with? How can you then reduce that risk reduce those fears that people might have about you trying to close them on something that's not right for them, or, you know, some sort of awkwardness, some sort of wasted time thing, whatever they're scared of, how do you remove that? The fourth type of lead magnet is checklists and templates. Now checklists and templates are still here. They've been here for a few years, they've been quite a common lead magnet for some time. But the reason that they work so well particularly for informational content pages on your site. So let's say that you've got a blog or a guide. For example, we've got one on the Exposure Ninja site, a blog about how to define your target audience. And it's a long piece. It's a detailed piece with multiple sections talking about all the different steps that you can take to define your target audience. If you're really into this topic, and that's exactly what you need, you might like that detail. But if you don't really have the time, well, we've got a buyer persona checklist, which you can download quick and free. So this is offered inside the blog post as an alternative. So it's basically here's this massive guide, you can go through it if you want loads of detail, fantastic. If you just want the checklist, well, stick in your name and email and we'll send it to you. So we've de-risked it by saying it's quick and easy. But we've increased the perceived value by showing that here's loads of information, loads of thought that's gone into this. It's not just, you know, here's the guide, but you can download it instead. It's here's all of this information condensed into something. So you get the perceived value, but it's very quick and easy to use. So we've reduced the perceived cost. So guides and checklists can work well. HubSpot, one of the uh, kind of first people, I guess, to do this, they have lots of different kind of guide checklist type CTAs on their site, for example, 
on one of their blog posts about using case studies, they have a case study guide or a case study template, which you can fill out. So again, this is all behind an email capture thing, but it's the ultimate case study creation kit plus templates. Now, what is the ultimate case study kit? Well, it's basically an ebook, isn't it? But a kit sounds higher perceived value than a freaking ebook where you've got 200 of them in your downloads folder that you've never even read because when you had a look at them, they were like six megabytes and who has time for that? So kits, checklists, templates, that sort of thing where they offer a perceived time saving, which is the real thing that you're selling. You're not actually selling the information, you're selling the saved time. Okay, the final type of lead magnet that we're going to talk about, and then we're going to talk about how to work out which one is right for you, is what I'm calling the free wall. Okay, the concept of paywall is very familiar in the media space. So if you go on a website like Fortune or FT or The Telegraph or whatever, then when you click on an article, you might get one article free of charge in inverted commas. And that's the, the article that you can read before having to subscribe. But after that, it puts up that little pop up and you have to pay to subscribe if you're going to read any more. So this is a fairly common approach. What we're seeing, though, is we're seeing other businesses adopt this approach where they have information that is very valuable. So if, for example, you go on to getlatka.com, that's L-A-T-K-A, getlatka.com. Now, Nathan Latka builds a database of SaaS businesses, and he's got this huge table on the website of all of these different SaaS companies, their revenue, their funding, their valuation. It's not a million miles away from Crunchbase, but it's focused on SaaS companies. Now, if you're a SaaS business, this sort of thing is really, really interesting to you. And you go on the page and you start scrolling down. Now, as soon as you go below the fold, what happens? Well, you get a pop up which says, create a free account to view data on the 30,318 SaaS companies. You basically, it says, no, you've had your free stuff. From here on, you need to create an account. It's a really smart move because by triggering that as people go below the fold, they get the surface level information, they get the start of it, they get to establish this information is useful. But if they want to go a little bit deeper, they have to sign up. Also really smart because he's made it really simple to do that signing up. You can sign up with Google, Twitter or LinkedIn just with one or two clicks which is a really smart thing to do. Obviously, that means they get the email address anyway from any of those platforms, but it means people don't have to you know, fill stuff out. So calling this the free wall, and it can work really nicely for any business that has information, like information is one of the key things that you share, that is one of your kind of currencies, if you like, even if you're just a media property, you're a, you know, a site that shares information, you're a magazine or you're a news site, you could consider putting a free wall in between free access and the paywall to build up email list subscribers so that you can start reaching out to people and move them into paid subscribers, or just so you have their email addresses, so you can remarket and advertise affiliate or related products to them. So those are the five different CTA lead magnet ideas, we had quiz or calculators, we had training courses, step one in a consultative sales process What a sexy name, uh, checklists and templates, and then the free wall. How do you find the one that's right for you? And once you've found the right angle to take, how do you find the right topic? 
How do you find the right positioning? It's one thing to know that we're going to offer a checklist and template. It's another thing to figure out what sort of checklist and template we need to offer. Well, I'm going to talk to you about a strategy, a kind of a visualization tool, if you like. Not, don't worry, not one of those, but a visualization tool that you can use to do exactly this. Of course, our guiding light here needs to be the customer. It needs to be the customer where they're at and where they want to get to. So I want you to imagine a line that goes across the page in front of you. On the left hand side of that line is the customer with a sad face. And they've got a sad face because they're in some sort of pain, they need to resolve something. Now, in some cases, this is going to be an actual pain. Like if you're a divorce solicitor, for example, that's going to be, you know, there's going to be an emotional and, and mental pain there that they need to resolve. But in some cases, let's say you're selling exhibition stands, people aren't in pain because they don't have an exhibition stand, but they will be in pain if they go to the exhibition, and they have no stand, or if nobody likes their stand, and they don't get any leads from the exhibition. So on the left hand side is this sad face. This is the pain that your customer is already in. On the right hand side is them with a happy face. This is their ultimate destination. This is a win for them. So for example, the divorce solicitor, the sad face is I'm in a relationship that's broken down, I need a resolution for this. Happy face is whatever their end goal is, right? This has been sorted out amicably, both parties are happy, whatever, whatever, we ride off into the sunset, but on separate horses, right? If it's the exhibition stand, the happy faces, I'm at the exhibition, people freaking love our stand, we're generating loads of leads. And I look sick in front of my boss, because I've been in charge of all this stuff, right? That's the journey that they're hoping to go on with you. So the first thing is you need to know what the sad face looks like, you need to know what the happy face looks like. What you are trying to do with your lead magnet is move them as far along that line as you possibly can. Okay, so in the case of the divorce solicitor, What's the next step that people need to take? They need to take some kind of investigative process to figure out what the situation is that they're dealing with. So if you're going to be offering a free consultation, for example, what's the outcome that moves them further along that line? What are they going to be left with? Now, they're not going to be riding off into the sunset on separate horses from your free consultation. That's not what you're trying to do. What you're trying to do with your free consultation is sell them as much of that journey as you possibly can, but you're positioning it as free because this is what they're going to get from the consultation. For the exhibition stand, you won't be able to help that person get an incredible design stand, um, which makes their boss think that they're a genius from the free consultation. But what you can do is you can give them a quote and a free 3D visual so that at least they can establish whether this stand is going to be the one that makes their boss think they're a genius. So what we're trying to do here is we're just trying to help them move along that line, going back to the free website and marketing review that Exposure Ninja offers. Well, what we're trying to do is we're not trying to fix all of your marketing problems for you. What we're trying to do is show you in priority order, which of your marketing problems can be resolved where you should focus on first, and the path that you need to go along to get to your goals. That's what we give you free of charge. And then if you want us to actually take you on that journey, well, that's what we charge for. So you need to think about this line. And you need to think how far along that line can you get someone with your lead magnet, the further you can get them along the line with the least cost perceived cost to them. Remember that cost is mainly for free stuff that cost is time and energy investment, the further you can get them along that line with the smallest amount of cost possible, the more effective your call to action is going to be. Now, if you're not sure, 
if you've got a few ideas that you're bouncing around and you're not convinced, two types of people to ask. Firstly, your sales team. Your sales team will spend so much of their time talking to potential leads, they're likely to know what's going to resonate. If you don't have a sales team or you don't like talking to your sales team, talk to your customers. Go out to your customers. If you've got a few that you talk to on and off, if you have people just randomly message you, just float the call to action with them. Say, hey, you know what? Great question. What we're actually doing is we're offering this thing. Would you be interested? And measure the enthusiasm of their response. If they say, oh, yeah, go on then, that sounds all right. You haven't found it. You want the thing where they're like, yeah, that sounds freaking awesome. Let's go for it. Once you get that sort of response, you know that you're offering them significantly more reward for the cost. They're happy with that trade off. And that's something that you should test on your pages. The final step, of course, is to test your lead magnet. Once you've decided on something, all you've really decided on is the next thing to test. You will be refining your lead magnet and its positioning for the rest of your life. Sorry to break it to you. What works today probably won't work in three to five years. When we started offering the free website and marketing review, we were the only agency offering this level of detail in a video form. Well, fast forward to today, I've got people emailing me every week saying, hey, we're an agency, we just started offering this thing, right? Unfortunately for them, they don't know the process, they haven't done over 20,000 of them, so they haven't got that, you know, completely nailed. But you know, the free line is always moving. So you're always going to be testing new stuff. You're always going to be pushing it, adding bonuses to make it more effective. But that's the fun of marketing. <laughs> the fun, lol. Okay, that's all we've got for you today. So we talked about the five different types of lead magnet, quiz calculators, training courses, step one in a consultative sales process, checklists and templates, and the free wall. We also broke down how to find your lead magnet and how to test it and make sure that you've got the positioning right. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you haven't enjoyed it, then I hope it's at least been useful. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and check out the free website and marketing review at ExposureNinja.com. Until next week, see you soon.